Hey everybody, Danny here, and on this episode of Music Lesson Business Academy, we're gonna talk about the future of online lessons. everybody welcome back to another episode of music lesson business academy i'm your host danny thompson thanks so much for joining me for another episode if this is your first time here really appreciate it hope you enjoy the show if you do feel free to go over to itunes leave a review and a rating that's always cool and if you don't like it you can go over there and leave a bad review i won't uh, i won't you know i won't hold it against you I'll just have my feelings hurt. Anyway, a special shout out to all you Platinum Club members and to some of you new Patreon supporters that have been jumping on lately. Really appreciate that. Just so you guys know, uh, if you'd like to dip your toe into the world of getting, you know, some extra podcast episodes, some behind the scenes footage, uh, access to a monthly Q&A live stream as well as access to the Music Lesson Business Academy Facebook page. Um, go over to patreon.com, look up Music Lesson Business Academy, become a supporter over there. Super cheap. Um, and it really helps me to produce this show and continually try to make it better and better and keep bringing episodes to you. If you're currently on the Music Lesson Business Academy Facebook page, uh, that is going to be a private page here for um, Patreon supporters and, of course, all the Platinum members or anyone that's in Music Lesson Business Academy. This episode of Music Lesson Business Academy is brought to you by NeverAloneBusinessServices.com. Facebook ads, SEO, Google AdWords, website and more. Check those guys out. Chris and Jen over there at Never Alone Business Services. They've been doing my Google AdWords, doing a great job. They also run a very large music school. So it's a great situation to have somebody that can do digital marketing, do your digital ads, you know, unless you really want to spend tons of time really digging in and getting good at Facebook ads, you know, it's super hard to do it on your own unless, again, unless you really want to become an expert. And if you don't, you're basically just going to waste money. So it's better to, you know, hire somebody who knows what they're doing with that. Same with Google ads. Get somebody good who has that experience. They could do the same amount of work in a, a lot less time. It's well worth the money. Go over, check those guys out. Mention you heard about it over here on Music Lesson Business Academy, and you can save a hundred bucks. This episode is also brought to you by TeacherZone. Scheduling, billing, student learning, management, all available over at TeacherZone.com. Give those guys a shout. They will love to give you a free demo. I saw an update from Chris today working on some stuff to allow you to custom color code your scheduled lessons on the schedule. So you might be able to have, you know, your standard lessons in blue like they are now and if it's an online lesson maybe it's yellow or some other color so that when a teacher is looking at their schedule or you're looking at a schedule you can kind of see based on color coding what lessons are happening maybe a brand new student who's coming in for their first lesson or having their first online lesson is always a, a separate color to remind you and alert the teacher and to alert you that hey that's a new student coming in for their first lesson so lots of updates going on over there and i know we're working on uh, some points systems and things like that coming down the road here in july so check those guys out teacherzone.com all right let's get into today's episode All right, Mike Grande, welcome back to another episode of Music Lesson Business Academy. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you doing? 
I'm doing good. It's a lovely Sunday afternoon. Uh, gonna get out for a bike ride or a walk here at some point today when we're when we're done. So that's uh, you know the two things that have been positive. Um, well, there's probably more than two things, but two things that I was really thinking about yesterday that have been a little bit of a positive of you know the lockdowns and stuff is that it's really gotten me back into cycling and working out. So I'm, I'm enjoying that. And I've been playing drums like nonstop, which is cool. So it's, it's really like, uh, inspired me to, to really just enjoy drumming as a drummer a little bit more than just being a drummer, you know, that's always got to concentrate on what's going on in, in the band necessarily. So, you know, that, that's been fun. Your drum streams are, are just off the charts. Are you going to do a Zeppelin drum stream? Because that's going to be, that'll be a challenge. Because you did Keith Moon with The Who. I'm hoping that you'd do a Zeppelin. Yeah, one. yeah. I, I could definitely do a Zeppelin one. I think, that, I mean, um, the, here's the challenge that I have with my drum live streams. Is that I, I want to play along, obviously, to tracks that don't have the drums on them. You know, like when I hear somebody just play along to the track, but I can hear the original drums in there and stuff, yeah. it's terrible. So all those songs that I'm doing, those are all karaoke tracks. And so a lot of the songs that I choose and, and what I choose to play depends on if I can find any decent tracks. Oh, I got that. I got a website for you. This is what I do for, I do this all the time. I think it's called Karaoke for the Guitar. And they okay. have... You wouldn't even know the difference for half the artists. It's like, let me get the uh, let me get the website for you because this is something that I use for all of my students when we're actually um, getting getting them ready for shows. We'll take yeah. out like instruments and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like karaoke for guitar. It's I, um, I, I get the, the, well, the one that I'm using it's called Mike. It's like karaokeversion.com. And oh, then, that's it. That's the yeah. one. Yep. And then yeah, so then you can choose. Like you can make a custom track. So I go in and like right. put the click track in. I do the same uh, thing. And, 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 <laughs> and, and same adjust thing. all the volumes and everything. Uh, mute the drum track, pan the, pan the click track far right. So my, I, I've got, you know, a mix yeah. to, the cust, you know, to the audience and a different mix to me. So, but yeah, sometimes the tracks on there, I'm like, oh, this one's like really, really good. Like this will be great. And other ones, it's just atrocious. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I'll, I'll try to do Zeppelin. I'm going to, like we were talking about before we started the call here, I'm, I'm kind of moving my live stream over to Twitch and I'm going to just start a whole Twitch drum live stream. So that'll be a whole new, uh, you know, growing thing to work on. But, uh, you know, a, a, as we were talking about technologies and things like that, one of the things that we just wanted to sort of touch base on in today's show is just some thoughts and speculations maybe on not just the music lesson business but where where do we think business is going in general after you know this this crazy situation that we're in you know i was listening to gary v and they asked the same thing i think it was lewis house asked gary v the same exact question and they gary v was like the best market to be in is if you're a contractor you do construction because everybody's going to want to build their own home office in their house so that's something he said for all those contractors start a little business before you know it instead of fifty thousand a year you're making you know a million dollars a year because so many people are getting so so much more comfortable in their home than they yeah. were ever before so i that's why Interesting. it's funny yeah, I've had this conversation with a lot of other music schools too because they think that they're going to do partial virtual lessons now because there's always been that, well, I don't think my kid's going to want to do partial lessons. I know that for my school, we found that some kids that were not as attentive during the lessons are more attentive with virtual lessons than they are actually if they were at the location. And parents have recognized that too. So it might be a really nice hybrid to offer a really great lesson experience and also the ability to come in and have the kids just jam in a band and hang out with a teacher and take lessons in person. Yeah, I think, you know, when there's a major shift economically, um, like we're experiencing, there's always opportunities in there. And, and like what you mentioned with the contractor is somebody finding, you know, this area of opportunity in what seems like a horrible, you know, treacherous, you know, situation out there, but there's always, you know, there's always these certain areas that like you find out later, you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't, wouldn't have thought of that, but this industry's killing it right now, or this industry, or whatever industry, you know. So, I think trying to 
for whatever kind of business you're in, trying to look and see like, is there, you know, are there those opportunities? And that, that's something that I'm just continually thinking about with the music school, you know, and our industry is like, what do I really think it, it's not only what might it look like, but what are potential, you know, opportunities that maybe we haven't really thought of yet. You know, um, I'm, I'm curious to, to, to hear if you've kind of had any revelations or thoughts on even like potentially new models in the music lesson business. I think, and this is my opinion, I think what a lot of folks were turned off on with virtual lessons was that the child or whomever was taking the lesson, or even if it was the adult, was not getting anything out of it. And I do think that virtual is going to open up the doors for a lot of coaches and schools. And this is why I say that. Um, there's been a couple of competitors that have been going to other music schools virtually um, around my area. And then they heard about what we're doing and they just, we gave them a free trial. So I want to say about half a dozen took a free trial and we signed up half a dozen because they really, they enjoyed the experience because there were those features, those underlying features like that Rock Out Loud live feature where you can download the lesson and the kid could see the chord instead of there. Because that, there's some struggles that people have with that. For music schools, I think if if we can figure that out, well, then the music school that's brick and mortar doesn't no longer have to be brick and mortar. We can expand to any country that we want and make our own hours. And I think that's the beauty of something like this. We should really, uh, you know, in my opinion, if we pivot and we look at the broader scale, because when you think about a brick and mortar, you're only you're subject to the amount of rooms you teaching rooms you have, right? But you can, Danny, you can hire somebody on the East Coast. And I could take some of your lessons on this side of the world while right. you know I'm still still working through you. I think if if music lessons can can be worldwide and have like a home base, you know, like the business academy or wherever it is, uh, that's that's where I think it's going. I think that teachers have to reinvent themselves, make that a really valuable music lesson because a lot of the times when you get on a call, you know, the kids can't see right. They think the sixth string is the first string. Their left hand is their right hand. If you can fix all those things, I think I think the music business of music schools is just going to take a totally different direction in terms of growth. I think you guys can expand a lot more because you can offer those those opportunities. Those pain points will be fixed at that point. Do you, I mean, do you see, you know, outside of our industry though, just in general, do you feel like, do you see other businesses potentially going in this direction? I do. And I also think that there's like, for example, I work in Manhattan. We're not probably going to be back in New York City. They're saying maybe now until January. So just think of the big picture of wow. financial institutions literally working all remotely. And the rent that we're paying on Park Avenue, I'll speculate. Let's call it 150000 a month, you know, on a Park Avenue high rise. Yeah. You know, if, if, if businesses turn around and say, listen, we can be just as productive if everybody works from home and we don't have to pay the rent. Just imagine how, mm -hmm. how that would work. So that, that and that's the corporate world. You know, th right, this right. is just going to change everything. Yeah. I mean, it's. You know, and, and I, I think there's kind of this fine line. I like I don't really think, you know, in-person music lessons is going to go away. I, I, you know, I think, though, it's important to to understand, like, anytime something like this happens in business, when it comes back, it always looks different, you know? And yeah, one of the areas that I, just, I, I think a lot of the music schools that I talk to or, or, or if I just kind of follow the trends of what I see people posting, I, I think they're a little asleep on, on this issue. And, and it's going to look different in a lot of ways. And, and one of the things that's going to be, you're going to see different out there is the bigger companies, you know, not necessarily our industry, but just bigger companies in general, when they come back, they will use this as an opportunity to restructure. And, yeah. you know, 40% of the jobs that, you know, people that get furloughed or whatever, just won't, those jobs just get eliminated and they get yeah. eliminated through kind of like a restructure and a technological advancement. And, you know, I, I'm not really saying that that's something that we're going to see necessarily in our business, but I think it's really important for us to continue to pay attention to how these trends are going to change. I, I know like 
I know some yoga schools that have already said that they're not going to go back to having a building. Really? Just like, yeah, that they're just saying this worked well enough. Now, I'm sure they lost some students but or, or members or whatever, but if they were able to maintain, you know, 80% of their clients doing an online um, yoga studio, and now they're looking at it going, well, with 80%, we can actually be more profitable because we're reducing so many other costs. And now I disagree. Yeah, I disagree with that. But now that we're committing to it, they can try to make that um, online experience that they were offering. They can actually try to enhance that experience to a level that maybe even allows them to grow their business bigger because they're maybe a lot of the customers feel it's a better experience, you know? I think parents are doing this to keep their kids busy. Uh, I don't know how it is on the West Coast. On the East Coast, there are people that are dying to get out and have human contact. Sure, they, absolutely. They just so, you know, because my next door neighbor who's in my, um, my, my area, my retail area, it's a karate school. He's got 500 and some odd kids. And he said, you know what? I'm just doing this online thing and, and that'll be it. But when things get back to normal, and they will get back to normal, parents want that interaction, that socialization with children. You're not going to really sure. get that as well on, on that. So I think that it'll come back a little different. And that's why I said, and I'm going to revert back to that hybrid thing. I think the hybrid um, business plan, which was never really an option. I don't know how many schools have ever offered both, you know, FaceTime video, whatever it was, and then regular personal lessons. I think now it's going to be huge. I mean, I, that's well, my yeah. opinion. Yeah, absolutely. That could be the potential um you know, initial change that we see in music lessons could be where, where most of us, I, I mean, here's the thing. Most of the music schools weren't using any element really of, you know, a virtual lesson or a recital or a live right. stream or anything. That was not really much of their, you know, really, they, it wasn't even on their radar, you know, as part of the business model. You're right. And so when it comes back, here's the thing that I think it's so hard. It's, you know, none of us can really predict, of course, what's going to happen. And yeah, parents are dying to get, you know, everybody wants to get out of the house. Of course, everybody wants to, you know, have some interactions and stuff like that. But there's a whole lot of other people that that's maybe not necessarily the number one thing. You know, there's a lot of people that, might prefer to do some of these things that they were going somewhere. Listen, I, I come from the retail background, right? I remember running a guitar center and hearing about the internet and people starting to buy <laughs> stuff online. Yeah, that's right. right. And, and I can just tell you exactly what 99% of people said about it. 99% of the people said, no one's going to buy a thousand dollar guitar off the internet when they can come in and play it and try it and everything like that. So what, what happened there? Boy, were they wrong. <laughs> Everybody was dead wrong. There was a small minority of people that were like, oh no, it's going to change. You just wait and see. Now, it just right. didn't change overnight. And there's still a lot of people that like to go to a music store, Sam Ash or you know, wherever. But there's a reason that you know, Manny's is closed, right? I think Manny's That's closed, right. right? Manny's, yeah, that whole, that's exactly right. <laughs> that music for, row down for, there in Manhattan, you know. 40, like, 48th Street. 48th, yeah, 48th Street, Street, that's right, yeah. That's and it. a lot of those businesses closed, and the internet is an online shopping. And we are all buying tons of things online that we never in a million years would have thought we would have. There are large corporations, you know, making a profit selling cars online you're right think about going onto a computer picking a car and it gets delivered to you (laughs) and that's the first time you're going to see it in person (laughs) and drive it like it seems like am i going to spend 50 grand on a vehicle and do it that way and and you know what there's a ton of people that won't for sure there's a ton of people that are going to want to go to the car dealership and i want to go to guitar center to buy a guitar Personally, for me as a musician, the last place in the world I want to go is a music store. I don't want to mm. go in one anymore. I, I was a stronghold of like, I like going to the mall. 
You know, it's a it's an experience to not just go to buy a new tie or a shirt or whatever, but I'll I'll go to the cookie place and I'll get a cookie to walk around with and, and enjoy <laughs> the experience. Right. You know, right? I mean, and 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 there might be elements of that that are, you know, occasionally you might go do that. I I, I the last time I did anything like that was out on tour because we were killing time, you know, and we go to movies or something. Um, right. you know, and, and somewhere in the Midwest, you know, they still had a shopping mall to go walk around, but you know, I'll tell you, it, it didn't feel, it, it wasn't as cool and fun and interesting as I remember when I was 16 and wanted to go to the mall. It, it was, I was like, eh, this is pretty lame for the most part. I mean, yeah, there was a nice cookie store, you know, to get something to eat. But other than that, I was like, eh, I'll, I'm just going to order that when I get home. You know, but you know what? <laughs> Those days are going to be phased out as the generations go. I mean, look at the the kids now; they would never go to a mall and hang out. You know, right? Every, everybody's on their phones. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I just think it, it's important, and, and and it's always tough to try to be like the, you know, the person that steps out. You know, I'm trying to think of some good examples here. Well, I mean, listen, Amazon started off selling books. Everyone thought they were nuts. You know, everyone thought it'll never work. It'll never work. It'll never work. There's all these companies that have done all kinds of things online that everyone said it's never going to work that are now the only way people do it. You're right. So, and you know, and I, I, I mean, I love the interaction of, of people coming to the music school is, but you know, it, it may be eventually not, not next week when you go back to work finally at your school, but is it something that eventually people are going to look back on and go, yeah, that was the old days when you used to go to see the guitar teacher and he would come out from the back room, you know, wiping the hamburger off his face and have you come into a lesson. And, you know, well, can that, I, that's, this how, is, this that's is, how you lessons used to be. Right. And we've stepped it up to, or at least a lot of places have stepped it up to where it's at least trying to be some type of high level experience. Remember it didn't even used to, that didn't even used to exist. Right. But I, I think, and, and I hate to use this as a cheap plug, but there is no experience <laughs> on, on a video conferencing call system, whether it's Skype, WebEx or zoom that you have and can offer like an in-person lesson experience. Perfect yet. example. Yes. You, yet. Right. You can, you walk into a, a lesson, your teacher takes out a, a staff music, sheet music, whatever it is, and even a pen, a pen and paper, and they start, you know, jotting down chords and tablature, and they start teaching you the song, and at the end of the lesson, you pick up that piece of paper, you either put it in your folder, you put it in your pocket, and you walk out, you have a physical piece of evidence that that lesson took place. <laughs> you don't get that right now, and that's, I think, that was the challenge, and that was the reason why I always work, I've, I've been working on this for years, and that was exactly how I wanted it to be like an in-person lesson when a, a niche product that's made for music educators is there now and parents can see that they are getting a lesson they can print out and download they are getting their chords they're all you know think about the lesson experience Danny let's just pretend you're teaching guitar and somebody asks you to play back in black by ACDC and you don't know how to play the song and it's a 30 minute lesson what do you do I just, I'm asking you this question. What do you do if you don't know how to play the song? Well, yeah. I mean, at my school, we wouldn't really approach the lesson that way. We would put that as part of that student's songs and repertoire that we're going to work on. So I wouldn't necessarily have to worry about getting it that day. But well, you know, no, just, I, I can tell you, say... like, I'm sure thousands of teachers. Yeah, obviously yeah. They, they stop and they look it up. Or they listen to the song on YouTube and try to write down. I mean, I, I know I have an old school teacher that the first thing he would do is listen to it and try to like right. write it all out because he wants to show the world that he can do that, which is an, right. so a, a whole different element of, of you know, uh, of, you know, the psyche of that guitar teacher and things like that. But I, I, I want to go back a, a second and, you know, we were saying there, there isn't an online experience that is like or equal to coming to a physical school. And, and again, I, you know, in the, I, I'm just talking in the grand, the big picture here uh, of like the things that are on my mind and, the, and what I think about when I think about business and, you know, and, and 
what I've been forced or, or challenged to think more about since we've been going through this is at some point, you know, when somebody first, whatever industry we're talking about that made a shift to online, when they made the shift, of course, at the time they would say, well, we can't quite do it to make it as good as being there, whatever the industry is. And then eventually over time, those things shifted and changed to the point where it's like, well, it's different, but there's benefits now to doing it on the internet versus going there. And then a lot of those industries ultimately became, yeah, it's just better to just do it online than do it old school. So, you know, we could be potentially, and, you know, starting to go down that road of where the experience could get to a point where it's better online. You know, even if we don't think we're there yet, my good friend, Mike Johnson, the online drum instructor, I mean, Mm -hmm. he's been making, you know, he, he's extremely financially successful teaching drum lessons online. He switched about 10 years ago, right? Oh, wow. So he was a drum teacher, physical drum teacher up in Fresno or Sacramento, uh, somewhere along there. Um, and he was teaching like 80 students a week himself, you know, so he was already doing well just as a drum teacher and he started making YouTube videos. He was one of the first guys, you know, that really started to do that. And he built up that following on YouTube. And then one day he was like, I'm going to launch a thing where they can download a video lesson for 99 cents, you know? And on the first day he got like 12,000 downloads. Wow. Right. In the first day. And that, and he transitioned from that to, I only sell video lessons off of my website. I still offer a certain amount of them for free on YouTube and Facebook and social. And he's still doing that today. He does online. And and this is, this is interesting again. So follow this curve here. So then he went to, he offers live lessons online but it's basically you just watching the lesson it's not he can't hear the drummers that are watching and he does them like three times a week at different times and it's you know it's 20 bucks a month to be a member on his website and he's got thousands of people watching that live drum lesson that he does thousands now what's interesting is he took it back the other direction though in that he started doing camps physical camps where people were flying in from all over the world to spend a week at his facility. Then he turned that into camps that went around the world. So he did a camp where he, the whole camp took place at a castle in Ireland and people paid to go spend a whole week at that camp. And he brings in uh, this, this girl I know, um, who is uh, a drum photographer. She specializes in taking pictures of drummers. And she's at every camp and every camper gets a photo shoot that looks like, you know, this full on rock star experience. And so it's really interesting. He went from just teaching drum lessons to going all online to now online and bringing back a certain element of the physical experience. And he was the first one to do it. And he launched the whole industry of online music lessons. So I just think, you know, like it's very easy for everybody out there to say, oh, well, there's no substitute for sitting next to that guitar teacher. Well, is the substitute that we have, and, and we'll talk, you know, more about that now, but is the substitute in the direction we're going, is it getting a lot closer <laughs> to what it was? Right? Right. Like if this was three years ago, everybody would be like, yeah, a Skype lesson's kind of shitty, right? I mean, it's okay <laughs> once in a while, but we wouldn't be like stoked on it. And now we're getting to a point where it's like, God, there's elements of it that are actually cooler than being there. And depending on who the customer is, you know, like maybe on, you know, the online world may not be for the five-year-old, you know, kid who's getting started right. in music. But to be honest, that's just because we haven't figured out like what we should be offering a six-year-old on the internet for a lesson. Because those kids all watch all kinds of videos and, you know, do e-learning types of things. It's just 
what what we're struggling with is that we're 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 all trying to basically take our lesson that we used to do in physical situations and just put us in front of a camera and a microphone and and do the same thing and that's not really going to work we have to decide well, the, like, we, to make it, the experience altered for online lessons right you know? because you're trying to do the same thing with a video conferencing tool that's right. the, that's the challenge so how do you do that right so as we move towards being able to get it closer or in some ways even better than being there, what are some of the enhancements that you've been working on with Rock Out Loud Live to, to help with, with that challenge? Well, the, uh, some of the things we spoke about was the ability to open up this PDF so you, you can get this, and that's the challenge, right? You, you wanna teach somebody a song real quick. I know that when people come into my school and they wanna learn a song, because you know, they're really motivated at that point if they wanna learn ACDC and you wanna teach them how to you know, do something different, but you wanna really focus on them and you don't know it, you can really pull up those, those lessons, the sheet music within, now it's two seconds. We have a 15 terabyte database now that's actually store those PDFs. So we shoot them out now in under two or three seconds, you're gonna be getting the PDF. So that student can see it, get the tablet, you download it, open it up right on their screen while still in the video chat as well. And they can interact while they're learning that lesson. And another enhancement we had to do was um, a lot of our five and six year old kids were trying to teach them how to play chords um, for those, folks that are teaching guitar, you got to really put your fingers up against your webcam and say, okay, Timmy, it's this finger and that finger and their guitar strings are backwards because they see the E's totally opposite. So we had it so the mouse goes over the cord and now Timmy puts his mouse over the cord and it's enlarged. And on their cell phone, we hit this cord button and the cords enlarge so they can just see those cords. So it's just, it's so much more streamlined as far as that goes. Um, th that's, you know, just a couple of the things that we're doing as well. So those enhancements so, are, are pretty big. Yeah. So, you know, when we, when we think about the challenges, right? Like if we were just, you know, if you were just sitting around spitballing going, okay, I, I've got five guitar teachers at my school and I'd really like to just not have a building anymore and just do online lessons. The challenges, right? So one of those challenges you just mentioned would be, well, how do we, you know, I'm used to being able to like run to the office and photocopy some music out of a book and, and put that in the student's folder or upload it to their practice file and teacher zone or whatever. How do we do with that? So that's one of the, in, so you've solved that issue with yeah. the PDF download. Now, does, is, are, are, would I be able to upload something for the student to download? Like yeah, my, that's, from my, my that was, the, yeah, so that's what we, so I have now a piano instructional book that we use to teach in my schools and a guitar instructional book. I, what I did was I put it into Adobe, separated the pages, named them into each page. So we could pull up page 50 of our piano book and we're pulling up like Let It Go by, by Frozen and we can now use our own instructional books as the lesson. So that's been huge. Uh, like one, we, we just had a lesson and the mom said right before the lesson and she, uh, had sent us a text that my son can't find his book. Well, like, no problem. We're going to upload whatever page we're working on because we, what we have is we have documents in the parent portal that says we're on page 49. So we'll pull up page 49. So he didn't need the book at all. We put that, we put that one page up into the session. He was able to download it and print it out. That also goes with exercises gotcha. too. So that's been yeah, super so, so helpful. The, the individual teacher or the school or whatever can upload their like library or whatever you want to yep. call it of materials that they think they want to use. Um, is it something, can a teacher upload something on the spot? Like if they yeah. did write something out on paper real quickly for somebody or I, I don't know the exact example, but, and they wanted to upload that. Is it something that can be done almost instantaneous between a teacher and a student? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all that stuff you could do, it's all inst and it's real time too. As soon as you grab that and it puts it into the, the session, that student sees it in, in within milliseconds. So as soon as you see it, they see it. And it's, gotcha. it's pretty impressive because you see their eyes going, oh man, that's it. And it's within a second. And you can take chords in and out. So you have a library of chords that you can select. And that goes back to taking that lesson where instead of figuring it out and drawing out the chord charts, you actually have them. You press a button, they show up and they're there. 
which gotcha. makes it super simple. So that's one of the challenges. Um, obviously, <clears throat> you know, one of the other big challenges is just audio. People really yep. struggle with the audio side of things. Now, I, I've done, you know, I, I've been working on the audio side of things and, and I've got some YouTube videos and, and things like that for how to, for a teacher on their end, it's actually really easy to make their, what they're seeing on their end sound really good, um, at least at the starting point. But then once it goes into the computer and into whatever, um, live streaming or video conferencing, I guess would be more of the word service that somebody might be using. There tends to be, you know, audio issues within that. So how have you guys thought about that or addressed that at all? We have. So there's a couple of things. Uh, we don't put any compression on the audio. This is built for musicians, music educators, unlike Zoom. They put a lot of compression on it. That's the first thing. We use different codecs with the with the back end and we also have upgraded our service to handle the bandwidth more but i think the most important tool inside this software is the ability to see on both sides the wi-fi strength because that plays a tremendous role in the audio strength and the signals of video and audio so if you're showing a green signal you're going to have perfect audio and video and it's going to stream hd and in the event you drop to yellow and it shows you the bandwidth the bit rate all that stuff then it'll be less compensated there'll be no compensation on the audio less comp more more compensated on the video so you might go from mm -hmm. high definition to standard definition but the audio stream remains at full bandwidth because as a music educator this software is built for music education and you'd prefer audio than you would video anytime but when you yeah. see the Wi-Fi signals just failing it's so so much simpler to say oh is it your audio card is it your jack is it your computer is it your sound card is it your volume oh, right, right. if you see yeah if you see the Wi-Fi signal strength is poor hey Timmy just go into the living room it looks like you've got some really bad strength in your, your it, basement it, it's a that's it's a really interesting point that you bring up because as I've you know I mean, I've been a, a, I'm not a YouTuber, but I'm a big YouTube fan and I, you know, I, I'm definitely learning more about YouTube and I have a lot of my favorite channels and now I'm really starting to get into live streaming and, and Twitch and stuff like that. And it's, it's interesting. I was watching these Twitch full-time live streamers on Twitch, right? Like, and you know probably half of us didn't even know that was a job you could have <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> to be a live streamer on Twitch. But a couple, it, it's interesting that several of them said, you know, yeah, it, 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 it's really cool to have like a very high end mirrorless camera and five angles. But if they all said what's actually more important than the video is people being able to hear you well. Yep. That's exactly and, right. And that's also what every YouTuber will tell you is that, yeah, I mean, good quality video in today's age, especially where any one of us can go buy a drone and do all these cool things is, is really impressive. And you might need to be doing that, but none of it will matter if the audio sucks. And it's That's so exactly true because right. I'll go to, I'll go to some YouTube video that I'm like, Oh, this guy's going to tell me, you know, how to build, do this woodworking thing I want to learn. And they didn't record with any kind of external mic. It's just the guy talking into his camera in a warehouse. And I'm like, I can't mm -hmm. listen to this. <laughs> like I, I, it, I, I'm instantly bounced off. I'm like, I'm out of this one just cause I can't right. stand the way that it sounds. So that, that's a really interesting point because when we think about like the, the human connection, you know, that we're online trying to make a human connection. But if you're sitting there with headphones on, which I would recommend for online lessons, you know, really create an audio experience for yourself as the teacher, because yep. you're going to enjoy it a lot more. But By also, the way, on the other just, end, if, you know, if I could just tap uh, in, yeah. Sean, Sean Reams has this down. I mean, I am dying for him to show the world how he sets things up on his audio side. Sean was doing a, a lesson through Rock Out Loud Live. He said, you can join me. He sounded like he was on the radio, like doing a, like a radio broadcast. It, yeah. it was so yeah, perfect. He it's just easy. So if Sean, if, yeah, if Sean, it's if very here, easy. If you're listening to this, please it, yeah. post that video on how you set yeah. that up. His it, it's very phenomenal. easy. I, I, I've made a couple of YouTube videos and stuff about how to do it. It's so easy, yes. but people struggle with it. And it, all you need yeah. is a small mixer. You just create your audio mix into a mixer. Guitars, you can go right out of your pedal board, or you can use an online amp simulation. An acoustic electric works better. 
Um, you know, one of my guitar teachers just has a really high-end Shure condenser mic that he's using that he'll do his acoustic with and speak into. We even have a little bit of reverb on the mixer. So you could put reverb on vocals. And it's, I, I mean, so this is one of those areas where when me and like my guitar teacher, Brian, start like fiddling around, because we, we, we do these mock lessons between the two of us to try to like make it as cool as possible. Uh-huh. There's a lot of it where I'm going, well, this actually sounds better than if I was sitting next to you in a room. You know, like, You're right. our, you, know, yep. you know, there's this element of that you can create an experience in a certain way. It's different for sure. And, and, and yes, you're never going to smell the popcorn, you know, on an online lesson right. like you do when you walk into the school. And, but I, I guess as much as I love all those kind of things, right. And I, and I've, you know, harped about creating those kind of experiences it's, it, I think the way you have to think about it is it, it's not, it's a different experience. And that different experience that we could create with a really good online lesson could be better in certain ways than coming to a physical location. And, right. you know, to get back to my, my online drum teacher buddy, Mike, you know, I, I interviewed him years ago and he's always on the cutting edge from a business standpoint. And one of the things he said is he's not going to be satisfied until he can be a hologram that shows up in your living room. Right. And, you know, so he's, our, you know, he was years ahead in saying, yeah, I, I think, I mean, there's going to come a point where what I can do on an online lesson will be better than what you could get if you go to some place. When you factor in the convenience and the comfort of being in your home, and, you know, I, I, I'm not, uh, you know, by all means, kids need to socialize. They need to be with other kids at school. But it's not like homeschooling isn't a huge thing, right? right. I mean, homeschooling's gargantuan, right? And it's true. as far as I can tell, it's only getting bigger. So if that's a movement, now, the, and, 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 in the homeschool world, yes, the, they have things planned so that those kids do socialize and they go to events and they do things with other kids because they know that they're maybe not getting that now when they're doing math homework or whatever, whereas they used to be in a classroom with kids doing math homework. So it, it's, you know, I'm not switching my school completely to online lessons tomorrow, but I think it's really... I feel like I'm seeing the future, even though I don't know exactly what this is going to look like in the future. And I feel like I want to get on that train right. early versus later, <laughs> you know, that, that there it's could be true. a big change because the early adopters, right. The early adopters uh, are going to come out ahead with you're right. A hundred percent. Right. You know, yeah, and, and, and right. think about Man, think about the music industry and how that is a perfect example of an industry that dragged its heels and tried to fight progress and technology and where things were going. They just, they You're thought, right. we're just going to fight it and, and, and litigate it. And, and that's how we're going to stop it. Instead of somebody just, I mean, at, at any point, did somebody stand up in one of those boardrooms and go, guys, you're never going to change this shit. This is where it's going, whether you like it or not. Why don't we figure right. out how to make that work and get ahead of it and be the leader? And clearly, if somebody said that, nobody listened. You know, right. Defiant, you ever see that HBO show, Defiant Ones, with Dr. Dre? Um, I have and Jimmy not. Jimmy Iovine? Oh, oh, my maybe, God. Oh, you know what? I think I did see some of that. It talks about when they found out that people were doing Napster and streaming and stuff like that. They're like, I got to get out of the business. And that's where Dr. Dre comes in and he was going to do sneakers. And Jimmy Iovine said, no, man, don't do sneakers. You know, speakers, built speakers and headphones. <laughs> and that's how it, it, within 30 minutes he left back on the beach. It's a great move. It's a great uh, four yeah, part series. And that's why they came out with Beats. Mm, interesting. Yeah. He yeah. made a shift. But I mean, somebody's. You know, I mean, the music industry is starting to catch back up, you know, but it, it, it basically, you know, destroyed itself from the inside because they, they weren't willing to see where these changes were, were going. 
and and again, like I I don't necessarily want to live in a world where all we only do things indoors online. By right. all means, I mean, right. as soon as this call is done, I'm going to go mountain biking. So, I, I you know I uh, for me that's like my favorite thing to do is to be outdoors like that, and you know, or to go scuba diving and and. You know, so I'm not advocating that eventually we're just all going to sit inside. But a lot of things that we previously only thought would work a certain way have already moved online. And I, I kind of just see this as going to be another one of those things that there's going to be some type of com- com- combination thing. That, Hi- that it's a hybrid. Do. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hybrid. You know, and, uh, and different ways of combining those things to to make us an experience that's even better value than what you were getting just um you know with with regular old lessons you know yeah um any what other um any other changes coming down the road here with rock out loud live to just yeah i mean this we have tons of things in the pipeline and just you know if i could put this in perspective if you have a problem or you want an update or an upgrade with Manicam or with Zoom, it's like, all right, we've got to wait and put in a trouble ticket. But, you know, you asked me for a couple of things and I'm like, sure, we're going to do that. Um, that's uh, exactly what we're going to be doing is the, I think, the additional cameras. So that's in the pipeline to do, I think, the second or the third version. We'll be able to use multiple cameras in the same session. So if you want to put your you know, camera on your fingers, if you're playing mm-hmm. piano and guitar, same thing with drums. So you'll have that Manicam feature built in. We're also going to be able to flip the video. So, I mean, these are, so the, I, I think the launch is January, uh, June 10th, June 15th-ish around there. So my okay. son's bro- born June 10th. My wife is June 15th. So I kind of have a soft launch and a hard launch. So <laughs> I want to get everything else. They'll, they'll have the multi-teacher. Um, we did all the testing today for the rooms, which is uh, almost finalized on the, I- on the iPad and the iPhone, which looks amazing, by the way. Um, you have the, the Vic Firth. Vic Firth's 40 rudiments that you can upload, which is great. We have general lessons where you could just take a regular call. Um, we're also offering to compete with Skype, the free version, which you will be able to upload anything you'd like, which is great. So if, if you're still using Skype and you have none of the features that we have here, we will offer you the ability to upload PDFs. So even if you go on to a Songster or an Ultimate Guitar and you download sheet music, you can have the ability for the free version is just to upload it as a PDF and you can also upload your instrumental books that you're using to, to teach, your instructional books. So you'll have that feature. So to, again, to just show the music educators out there that this is for music educators. This is not video right, conferencing. Right. This is a tool for that. So there's tons of things in the pipeline, but um, I guess for that first launch, there'll be the multi-teacher, which is something that you said to me, which I didn't even think about. What if you can stay in the same room and just switch between guitar, ukulele, piano, drums, voice? So we have now the ability, we're almost finished, where we can select a button and all the chords for guitar goes away. And if you select piano, all the piano gets put in. Mm-hmm. And then we map the piano music with the searches that we do in our database. So it's just so, it, there's just so much work that gets put involved, uh, that's involved with this. But yeah, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, there has not been a niche music industry, music educator, virtual lesson platform. And that's what this is gonna be. And the beauty is, is if you call me up or Dave Simon calls me up, or Jared calls me up and says, Mike, could you add this feature? Sure, let me put it into development. It makes sense. And that's what I'm doing. So again, it's for the music educator. And I think this is going to be the niche market that people are going to use to show value. And not value so much to the teacher, but for the student. Parents are sick and tired of watching their, the heads of a teacher saying, play an A chord, play a G chord, and it's difficult for the kid. Now it's like they see sheet music inside the lesson like they were in the room. They see the chord charts like they were in the room. So it's the same kind of experience. So right, I right. think that's going to show a lot of the value to the parent who's paying yeah, for the cool. virtual lessons. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be up to us to create, you know, that video lesson or virtual lesson experience that a parent, you know, watches and goes, holy crap. Yeah. You know, I mean, that that's the goal. It, it yep. is, they have to see it and hear it in a way where they go, wow, that's actually amazing. And, and I, I think we're get, like, realistically, we're getting really close to where, I, I mean, I just think it's a great goal to shoot for because I, it can only help us to be able to do it to where people are going, ooh, man, 
that might be, I, I might go that route versus coming to your school. I mean, I got to drive in Orange County at five o'clock after work yeah. to come to my guitar You're lesson. Right. Maybe yep. I'll just do it from home, you know, because I've got my little office set up with, you know, cool speakers. But, Dan, and, but know, Danny, I mean, there's look at so many elements to it that, you know, I, if we can make it, here's the thing. It'd be great to have it to be at that level where it, it is a question mark. <laughs> you know, and then, yeah, well, for various people, they're going to want to come to the school. For some people, they might not. Right. But you have the ability to offer that. So when you just said to yourself, who wants to drive five o'clock in Orange County, then they, that person says, you know, I'm not going to do it. But if they see value in that lesson and they're going to get that true lesson experience, those people aren't going to quit. They're just going to take virtual lessons. Right. So now you have people that can fill a five hour slot and you can have higher, you can hire more teachers to continue to still teach those people virtually online. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's exciting stuff. I'm I'm really excited to see where it kind of all falls. You know, six months from now, what's this thing looking like? Um, you know, how have people gotten creative and, and really built, you know, new models uh, in their schools, you know, new hybrid models. And it's, it's going to be interesting to see. I, there's going to be there's going to be some people break that break out with some new and interesting things. I, I think that's a, a done deal. You know, I'm really excited to see, see what those things are, you know? So, yeah. and, uh, all right, Mike, well, I appreciate your time and insight and it's really exciting to hear about all the changes and updates coming to rock out loud alive. And, uh, we'll be, uh, we'll be ready for that live, uh, for that launch in mid June. So yeah, congrats, I can't wait. Congratulations, man. You heard it here first, Danny Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. I really well, we did because it. it was like two and a half years ago or something. Yeah, that's actually, exactly, that's exactly you actually right. like we kind of glossed over it at the time. You were like, "Yeah, I'm that's working right. on this thing. I bought all these laptops. I offer this to my, <laughs> you know, to my students and stuff." And we're like, "Oh, that's that's kind of cool, you know." And then we moved on. So yeah, well, maybe you know, it's one of those things. Like, you you knew. It was something that for some reason you knew this was something to work on. You just didn't know why at the time, but now you do. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Thanks, All right. Mike. We'll talk to you soon. You bet. Thanks, Dave. Music Lesson Business Academy is made possible by your support at Patreon. Go over to patreon.com backslash music lesson business academy and consider becoming a supporter. 